Hello, Mr. Hello, sister. Two sisters watch every episode of Sex in the City and talk it out. Mr. Sister in the City. Welcome to Sisterland for an unspecified amount of time, however long you can take it. Okay, so this is episode eight. That is so crazy. I can't believe it. So eight, eight mile, crazy eights, eight crazy nights. <laughs> I was thinking of eight crazy nights too with Adam Sandler. Um, I think that's about Monica. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Um, eight days later. Is that about zombies and the apocalypse? I don't even know if it's actually even a movie. Um, I remember seeing eight crazy nights. I think I was in grade eight, actually. I remember seeing it's it at cartoon. the theater. And laughing wildly, but I don't even really think I knew what it was about. <laughs> I believe it is uh, about Hanukkah. Yeah, I know um, now, but back then I had no <laughs> idea what was happening. I was like, oh my God, it's Adam Sandler as a cartoon. <laughs> I think at the time I was like, I don't like the animation. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I a felt... purist. I'm a Disney purist. So I, I have too. a really hard time adapting. Yeah. Like, even the Prince of Egypt, I was like, I can't get on board with this animation. That was it a was very chilling severe. movie, yeah. So episode yeah. eight is about threesomes. And it's just interesting because the number eight looks a lot like the number three if you <laughs> erased half of it. So mm. I just thought that was very good point. Very good interesting. point. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's like they did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Maybe. I wonder. So yes. threesomes, past marriages. But before we get into it for a couple minutes, Let's just see, Laura, do you have any highlights of your past week? This has actually been a great week. So it is, so October has started. Mm -hmm. Fall has taken over um, most of Ontario, like, and Canada. And we've experienced even some snow in some of our provinces. But um, it has, yesterday was beautiful. Today's a chillier day, but... um, I don't know. I just feel excited right now. We have so many yeah. things coming up that are really great. I feel like there's lots of things on the work front that I've been working towards that um, more, you know, to create a platform for what's coming down the line. But I don't know. Feel good about things. Bought tickets to see uh, Star is Born on Sunday That's with exciting. Lady Gaga and oh, on Bradley Thanksgiving. Cooper. Yes, so Canadian Thanksgiving, which I didn't even realize because it comes so fast. I can't even. It comes so fast and it insane. leaves so fast. It's just yeah. like a fleeting holiday. It's like they call it Columbus Day in the States. They call it. But it's, it's just so weird because then I feel like for the next couple months we hear about Thanksgiving. But and in America. Yeah, yes, but it's at the end of November, been... November 24th, I think, this year. Which and... is too close to Christmas in my opinion. Well, yeah, because usually you get a week off at American Thanksgiving and then Christmas happens a couple weeks later. And you get a couple weeks off then. So it's, it's kind of strange and, and um, interesting. But you know what's funny about the word October is I was like <laughs> writing it the other day. And the more Mm-mm. I wrote it, I was like, is that how you spell it? Because it looks so weird. It's such a weird looking word. Like October, October. Like it almost feels like it's like. Try- Wait, were you like writing it over and over and over? Like you're Bart Simpson writing on a chalkboard? No, I was typing it and I was like, no. And then I typed it again. And then I was like, oh my God. So I actually Googled it. I was like, that's how you spell it, right? Because I feel like we usually just see the abbreviated form OCT. So to see 
the whole word I was like is that how you over and it just looks so German and it's that's how you say it in Germany too are all of the months just are all of them just I guess they're Latin and German sept ember well they all derive from I think it's all like a Latin Germanic kind of like yeah I've just situation. never thought about it before. So I was like, this is so interesting. Oh my God, and it's the month of Halloween. What do you think you will be for Halloween this year? Ooh, hard to say. I guess it depends really on what event's going on. And then I'll mm-hmm. decide if I will dress or if it will be more of a, just uh, like a headpiece situation. Yeah. yeah. Last year I, was yeah. very... Was it? It was actually kind of reasonably cold on Halloween. Like it wasn't snowing. Last year on Halloween, I had just arrived in LA. Mm. Mom and I went to Disney a couple days before. Yeah, you know, had rose gold mini ears. So, mm. but they were all sold out. They're they have oh. them available now. But mm. so we got the silver ones and. Mm. So for Halloween, Mom was like, "Let's walk down to Santa Monica Boulevard because there's like this. The whole street is closed off." And uh, we walked down, and I just, like, put on black In boots. the village. Mm-hmm. Yeah, black boots and the, the headpiece. And, oh, and I put, like, these weird sunglasses on mom with, like, sparkles on them and, like, this jacket that had cats on it. Um, and but you did wear me. your Mickey Mouse headpiece? I don't remember. Yeah, I wore, I wore my Minnie Mouse headpiece. Mm. And uh, she couldn't really see because I put sunglasses on her. It was already really <laughs> dark out. But she looked really cute. It was really funny. And it was funny because my friend back in New York was, like, oh, your mom should dress as Mr. Mistopheles for Halloween this year. And then she ended up wearing the sparkly sunglasses and the cat jacket. So I was like, oh, my God, she kind of ended up being Mr. Mistopheles-esque. Um, Wait, did you say what the reference of Mr. Mistopheles is? Did it's you say from that? the Broadway play Cats. Right, just for the, our listeners who are not yes. avid Broadway goers. <laughs> <laughs> well, we saw Cats the weekend before we came here. And um, do you think it holds up? I really like when she sang memory. I thought that was so beautiful. I was like, my God, like it was so touching. (laughs) Otherwise, I didn't really know what was going on. It was like, here's this cat. Here's this cat. Here's this cat. And now here's this cat. And in my mind, I was like so anxious because I was leaving the next day to L.A. that I was like, (laughs) "Okay, let's get the show on the road. Connecting storyline. No, it's just kind of everybody, every cat has a, has a moment. Um, so speaking of threesomes, we have something fun coming up this week. Oh, Lindsay and Laura are coming to LA. Uh, mm-hmm. Three of us can have some time together. The three sisters, which is also happens to be a mountain in uh, Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> and mm-hmm. We will be partaking in some fun dinners and events. and um, We have lots of fun things lined up. Yeah, because Lindsay's getting married. And so, and Laura just did. And so it's just like a fun year of weddings. Um, anyways, let, so that's that threesome. But let's talk about when three is a crowd. Because obviously with sisters, it's not a crowd. But episode eight of Sex in the City is called Three's a Crowd. And we open up with Carrie saying... Once upon a time in a magical land called Manhattan, a woman fell in love. Oh, okay. Do I ask you this every time? In as the series progresses, do we always start with Once Upon a Time? I don't know if we did last week. 
I, I feel no like idea. I ask you every week. <laughs> you didn't ask me this last week, but you, I know there was a time you asked There have been Maybe several once upon a time, though. So I there know have. that. Yeah, there have been several once um, upon a time. Okay, so we kick things off with Charlotte. She's rollerblading. She's going to uh, well, she theater She meets a guy shows. at a bar named Jack, and she's following him around to every fundraiser, basically. He's mm. a fundraiser. They they're, like, both um upper east side fundraiser goers so she follows him around to all of them because um because they're perfect for each other you know she's into him this has been um my favorite episode thus far i enjoyed it too but it stressed me the fuck out really yeah this whole threesome thing is such a thing. I actually wondered what you, how you would handle it, because I, I figured your mind would go to dark places. I didn't realize how tortured I was. Like only when I watch Sex in the City does I feel like it releases my inner demons. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So there's me, myself, and my demons. So I'm a living threesome. <laughs> uh oh, we have the fire alarm going off. Okay. Okay. So. so- so Jack is perfect for Charlotte. He's an architect, a philanthropist, and the sex was amazing. And then something goes down. As so usual. late one night, Jack pops the inevitable question. We think, oh, my God, how nice he's perfect for us. You can ask her to marry him. Nope, not Mm-mm. quite. Um, she asks, he asks her what her fantasies are. And Charlotte, being Charlotte, says, I'm having my own gallery, a cottage in Maine. I mean, which was a perfectly acceptable answer, but he was like, oh, no, no. He wanted sexual fantasies. That's what he wanted. What a manipulator. That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> he was like, I, I meant more things like screwing on a plane. And like, seriously, like anyone, I, yeah. anyone who thinks that they can do that on a plane is a, a sadistic maniac. I agree. I always like, think of Chevy Chase in a European vacation where he, <laughs> him and his wife go into the bathroom and like his foot gets into the toilet and there's like that blue cleansing blue. like and it's all over his leg and they're like fumbling around and I like know. you can also get like detained if you do that by the way people <laughs> I cannot imagine like I, that's never even crossed my mind I feel like no. in high school People would be like, ooh, Mile High Club. Right. Actually, like, it crosses my mind all the time because I look at it and I'm when I and especially when I'm in there and I have oh, me too. literally like an inch of space, of space around. I'm like, these people are sick. It has to be like, on a private plane. F do people sneak in there private together? Private plane. Only a private plane. There's yeah, but no you way. see it in movies. People do it commercial all the time. And, like, and it's a lie. There's people who's done this. Like, I no. feel like if you were sitting next to someone, like, like in the plane and, like, you had one of those plane blankets and you gave them, like, an HJ under it. But, like, I can't imagine, like, actually squeezing into the washroom together. I was watching a movie the other day and, like, the woman, I can't think of who it is. This is, like, so crazy. But she was really evil and she, like, had stolen the mother's ring. <laughs> And she was like showing it to the man. Um, do you know? Does this sound familiar? And they're on a flight, and and she was like, "Join me in the bathroom in two minutes." I don't know what this is. Yeah, it's familiar. what is this? Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, okay, moving on. So, what are your fantasies? Uh, Charlotte's like, do it in my parents' bed. And uh, Jack is, she's like, I've always wanted to do it in my parents' bed, which is like also another high school fantasy. So it makes me wonder how 
old Charlotte is mentally. You wanted to do that in high school? No, I didn't. But I remember people <laughs> talked about things like that. I didn't want to do that. I don't know. Well, I and always did think the mom's room was, bed. like, nice. I always thought mom's room was nice and, like, their bath and stuff. Like, I always wanted to get in that bath, but not, like, with anybody. I just wanted to sleep in that bed and watch movies in there. You totally. Know? Just, so cozy. Like, so whenever they go out, I always, like, take everything upstairs and go and, like, watch TV in the room and, like, lock the door. Well, you're I'm, really like... going to have to resist at Christmas because they've upgraded to a king-size bed. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and we are really working on making a luxurious retreat. A luxury palace. Yes. All right. So then Jack says his fantasy is you, me, and another woman. Yeah. He's like, you have no idea how sexy you are and the idea of you touching another woman. And it's funny because Charlotte's not like, she doesn't do her scrunchy no Charlotte face. She like smiles. She seems kind of into it. I was also um, surprised by her reaction. Yeah, I was like, huh. And she's like out with the girls and she's like, Jack wants to do a threesome with me. Almost braggy. I'm like, wow, Charlotte. So she's tar- starting to take that turn where she's becoming more of a person. And um, I guess it's because she comes from such a repressed lifestyle where she's always keeping up appearances. So maybe so maybe that's why she wants to be more sexually free. Yeah, so but it's like, says, as we said, though, like, I feel like she kind of, her character is all over the place in that they try yeah. to convey her as being very prudish, but they also uh-huh. have her, like, having more of the most... Um, <laughs> The, the most thank you um bizarre relation oh my husband Blair is presenting me with peanut butter toast um but they also present her like with the most unusual sexual um, circumstances yes of all of them true so um, it's like what are you doing here yeah it's I guess they were like, it'll be interesting because it's the biggest contrast. It's such um, an oxymoron or it's such a this. That's crunching in my ear. That means it's going to get picked up on the audio. So you, you'll be careful with that. Um, so, um, so Samantha says that a threesome is the blowjob of the 90s. And then um, in the 80s, it was anal. And then, but I think Carrie was like, or any sex, which is funny because there's I guess some, that's when the AIDS epidemic was happening. I there's was like, some really good writing in this episode. So good. And I was thinking there's never a moment where they're not conveying like a thesis to the mm. episode. Mm-hmm. There's never a moment where it's like. It's always it's coming back to the central it's idea. It's totally fledged, like fleshed out. There's mm-hmm. never a moment of like, oh, we're going to have some fluff here to fill up time. It's like, uh-uh. Plot point, plot point, plot point, thesis, thesis. So Miranda's like, all guys want it. Don't let him pressure you. And um, Samantha's like, don't knock it. And um, Miranda thinks she did it once in college because she woke up the next day wearing someone else's bra, which I thought was like really funny. Um, <laughs> and then Samantha makes a really good point. Um, not that I know, but I... I, I like this. this. Is, I like this too. You can only... The only way to do it is if you're the guest star... Uh-huh. As in, um, as in, someone else, you you show up as the third party to someone else's relationship. If it's your relationship, then you have to wonder how is it going to impact you after. What is it going to do to your relationship? Right. Yeah. She was like, you get in, and you get in, screw and leave. Um, 
what did I even write here? And write leave for what? Okay, anyways. So, yeah, you get in, you do the sex, and then you're out of there. And then you don't have to deal with whatever repercussions there are, whatever discussion there is. And then Charlotte's like, um, Char- Samantha's like, Charlotte, you won't even wear a thong. I know. And I'm like, what? Like, what is going I don't understand. I know. But I guess maybe that was something, like, in the 90s. Because I remember, like, all of a sudden, I remember all of a sudden in junior high, like, you had a thong. Sorry. And, like, and I remember mom and Uncle Mike would, like, make fun of it and be like, what is this, a hat? I remember in my mind, I was like, oh, my God, thongs are so, like. If anything, a hairband. Like, what kind of risque. hat would that be? I heard them both say it multiple times. Maybe, um, like. Uh-huh. Trust me. I don't know. Adults like to, adults like to, to say that. Um, I mean, anyway. So, um, Miranda's like, he's just trying to butter you up to get you to have a threesome. And, uh, oh, right. And make sure the woman isn't a friend. And Charlotte felt like um, a friend would make it. This is actually really funny. I loved this. Yeah. And she was like, I would go with someone I trust, like Carrie. And (laughs) Carrie was like, well, I would do it with someone who is a little more, uh, a little more uh, experienced, like Sam. And then poor and Miranda's <laughs> like sitting there because no one picks like, her. Hey, this is like getting picked for a for a baseball league. Poor Miranda. Yeah. This is actually like my favorite Miranda episode so far. Yeah, because she's, she's so hilarious. With it. But I want to talk about this. If so, if you were to have a threesome, would you invite a friend to do it? I wouldn't. That's like such a recipe for disaster. Then you can never be friends again. <laughs> but I just Unless, loved like, that it was they a made. Guy. Miranda like the fun of the joke but before we talk about that I want you to answer my question Uh like would you would you ask a friend no Uh fucking way yeah exactly me either unless it was like a guy but even then it's like whoa and then it creates jealousy like I don't know just you'd never be able to see that person well (laughs) I wouldn't want another girl you can't have another girl I'm the only girl anyway so, um, so, uh, blah, 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 blah. so nobody then, picks Miranda. She's all like offended about it. Um, we're, and then Carrie asks, were threesomes the new sexual frontier? And everywhere she looked, <laughs> she saw threesomes. Three Dalmatians, um, three babies. I wrote, oh yeah, three Dalmatians. I was like, no, three's a crowd. <laughs> um, and she's like, maybe threesomes were the relationships of the future. And then we have Samantha, effing a married guy named Ken, who's 37. He's a wine importer, and he has a wife named Ruth, mm-hmm. um, but she won't even get on top. So he needs to be having this affair because it makes him feel sexually free. Meanwhile, Charlotte and Jack are at a dyslexia fundraiser, and they're both scoping out girls. And I'm surprised at how... Mm. easygoing charlotte is being about this i know i was out at a bar with my my person i was dating or my significant other and he was like and he was like what about that girl what about that girl um i would like leave i said too. this guy is so weird he's saying everyone's attracted to her i was yeah, like sickened be- by him to be honest and charlotte I was, was too Charlotte's hair was very Gwen Stefani. It was oh, very nineties, yeah, and she was also wearing a choker. Yeah, and he I was like, to do "Look my hair at like that, that girl. She's really like into you." 
of course you are because you're so sexy and she was like smiling and like feeling herself yeah I don't know anyone who would be okay like down for this behavior (laughs) yeah I'd be like um and she doesn't know if it was the vodka or what it was but um he's like should I ask her to join us and what it was was insanity yeah she's like I think she just put her hand on my leg and I was like holy god but that night she had an eye-opening experience because she actually had a dream about having a threesome Um, with one of the women at the bar so I actually for a second thought it was real I did too and I was like oh boy (laughs) because I remember what happens in this episode so I was like "Uh uh-oh sorry Charlotte but then it was a dream so I was like okay phew and so her and Carrie are walking down the street and she's basically telling Carrie that she would um feel closer to Jack if she did that and (sighs) Carrie like is so sensible um but (laughs) sometimes um but she was like why would sleeping with someone make you closer to him um yeah and then about it uh uh-huh and then charlotte was like but do we know like do we ever really know who we're sleeping with and that's which is very profound yeah maybe we (laughs) never know the people Mm. we sleep with and And i I like like, what bingo carrie was like she went from being the um the Park Avenue Pollyanna to the Dalai Lama. <laughs> totally. I also yeah. liked the comparison that she said to um, having a threesome is like buying a dress um, and keeping the tags oh, on. Keeping the tags on. Or yeah. no, no, having a no, dream. dream. Having, having, a, dream. having a dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I loved that. I and it's so too. true. And I thought that was... Because yeah, it's was like a... very non-committal, but... Yeah. Yeah, and I thought it was interesting because, um, not the dream aspect, but the can, maybe we never know the people we sleep with. I, like, thought about that a lot yesterday. It's like, how really? much do we really know someone? Yeah. I just want to tell you, every bite you take, you are, like, I hear it in the microphone. That means it's going to be, like, all in the audio. But every time I talk, you're crunching into it the whole time, and it's really upsetting me. Because that okay. means I'm going to have to edit it a lot out, and it's going to ruin the episode. So okay, well, like, I'm stopping now. I know, but it's just like... Okay, so yeah. sleeping... Okay, well, I was hungry, and I'm going out after, so that's what's So what's am happening. I. I have shit I have to do today, too. And I also ate earlier, but anyways. So um, to the psychiatrist... So Miranda's saying with her psychiatrist, and her psychiatrist says, so what do you think your dream meant? And, um, and Miranda's sitting there, like, in a pinstripe suit looking super masculine and she says her dream she had a dream also that says I'm in the sandbox with Ari, Charlotte and Sam and none of them will play with me and she's like please it's pretty obvious what this means I I understand it and the therapist is like so you're saying that you're attracted to your friends and she's like no if your friends won't go down on you then who will and it's the father from everybody loves Raymond let's let's know it is yeah He's like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. He reminded me of Ben Stein. It was like that kind of typical, like he plays a psychiatrist or that character and everything. So this is funny because Miranda's going through a rejection phase and she just wants validation. Um, so, oh, and then we pan to the street people, like how 
everyone's having their own like all these you know how we do the I don't like um, these I never take them in I don't like them either so so let's we'll go through them really fast then so there's um they're confessionals so a man wants two hotties I guess they're doing them kind of like um newspaper classified ads like man seeking man man seeking woman so man seeking two hotties and then we do a woman and she's seeking two people to fulfill her wildest fantasies and she said some pretty interesting things um about who she wanted those two people to do i think that she specified racial preferences it was like bizarre anyways like i can literally not even keep up with them when they're playing so i don't even write them down (laughs) and then um fanatic so a twosome oh x-file fanatic twosome seeks scully type for abduction fantasy. Oh yeah, and they're like, like the nerd oh alert. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. And there was this girl who has like hoops. I felt like she was from New Jersey or like Queens or the Bronx. She's from the boroughs. She was like, uh, I think she had. Uh, she wants someone with uh, big boobs, a lot of money, in class. And um, Carrie, see, so Carrie's reading to the classifieds, and they're kind of acting out the classifieds with these people, and she feels that she's the only person in New York. Who believed in a one-on-one relationship her and big were even doing sleepovers oh my god and then something weird happens he's like which tie and then that yellow tie is back it was, i i was going to say that but it was more of a chartreuse it was more of like a lime green but i thought two weeks in a row really um yeah i just and also want to note that these seeking arrangements are they still happening or is this more so before the craigslist killer let's not forget that <gasps> incident <laughs> well there's the where's the there's the actual app seeking arrangements so that's there is yeah there's a whole website called seeking arrangements i didn't know it still was going on though i thought it was i thought it was i don't know i thought it was yeah there's still like sugar baby sugar daddies and there's still like seeking arrangements where you put your preference like um i need someone to pay my utilities and uh my rent and you can be um, that specific you can be that specific. And some of the men or whoever the sugar daddy or sugar mama is can be like, my thing is, is um, I will not pay for your rent, but I will pay for your car bills. It's like very, very specific. But how do you know? Do you have to give them your banking information? Like, how are they going to actually sign up for this? And how do you know they're actually going to pay for those bills? True. I guess there's no way of knowing. But I guess you'd have probably have to both put in your social so that you're <gasps> accountable. I don't really know. Oh my! God. I know, isn't it wild? Yeah, that's um, insane. Um, but yes, yeah. he is wearing a. She char- She chooses well, a tie. Hold, hold up a second, because so on Craigslist it used to be man seeking man, man seeking woman, uh, but now we just have Tinder and bumble so it's basically the same thing mm-hmm. because you're like on there i'm seeking a relationship but on tinder people will be like looking for a threesome so it's right. classified as, really on just... tinder you can select that um well later when we read our threesome horror stories that was oh. one of them <laughs> okay so that's the only reason i know that yeah so all right um while she's putting his tie on i don't know how to tie a tie by the way so i can't do that I, th- I think i wrote that too <laughs> um so while that is happening um 
she is she asks big she's like have you ever had a threesome he's like yes i have and she was like she's like sure who hasn't yeah like right i know i agree and then she was like with who and he was like my ex-wife and she was like you were married i couldn't believe she didn't know and he was like i "I haven't told you and that um, was that's what i would have done too i would have yeah. Played it off like, oh, I told you that, even though, even if I knew that I did it. That's yeah. like the best way to, that's the best way to do it. And she's right. like, no, you didn't. Oof, it was painful. I know. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he is an, so, he is like an older guy though. I mean, it's yeah. not like, he's like quite senior to her. <laughs> yeah. He's so he several years, years older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Almost harder to believe he wouldn't have been married before. Yeah. So Carrie's with the girls and she's concerned and she's like, um, they had wild sex. And Sam's like, that's why Ken's fucking me. His wife won't even give him a blowjob. And Carrie's like, is that supposed to make me feel better? And meanwhile, poor Miranda is very (laughs) persistent in trying to make her friends want to have a threesome with her and feel validated. So she's putting on red lipstick and she's like, does this color turn you on? And <laughs> I love what Carrie says. She's like, you had to hand it to Miranda. She was determined. <laughs> I love Miranda in this episode. It's so good. Yeah. Well, I was surprised by their advice to her. Like both of them were like, well, there's only one thing you can do. Check out Big's X. And I was like, well, it's true. We all do this. I always do this. I always go on Facebook and like Online. go down the rabbit hole and find, because we could do that. Then I'm like, oh, right. This is pre- that time so this is when you had to like go literally find the person right yeah so carrie was then talking she's like charlotte was right we don't ever really know the people we're sleeping with and she's thinking like what what does she actually know about mr big like so she didn't know that he was married she didn't know that he had three subs and she um but what she does dig up is that he has an ex-wife named barbara who she quickly discovers works for a publishing firm, which is perfect because Carrie's a writer. So she cooks up this plan to go into the office and pitch her a sexy, steamy novel. Um, so this is very bold. Clearly she did not I research agree. Barbara that well because Barbara like, is, really? is a children's book um, publisher. publisher. So when she started to... Um, tell her a little bit about herself Barbara was like "Ooh, we'd love to see um something fresh and like from a perspective or from a perspective of someone like you because everybody that age seems to be a big fan of Carrie yeah which I love everybody reads her stuff her sex column and so she comes up with like literally the worst (laughs) pitch for a children's book about this little girl named Lil Kathy that reminded me of the real house me too and that she has magic cigarettes and whenever she lights up um she's transported to another place around the world so a children's (laughs) book for adults and Barbara is like delighted by this idea at first she looks horrified and then she's like this is amazing see we need a fresh perspective like yours and I think that parents will love it or because it's actually not for children it's for parents anyway (laughs) I thought it was hilarious yeah and then she was like oh my god she's beautiful smart and she got me which mm. means I'd have to kill her I love that (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah 
<laughs> and then um, on the, I just want to ask, have you ever deliberately tried to run into one of your boyfriend's exes? No. No. Me either. Me either. Oh, my God. But I guess I did go to university with one. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Samantha runs into Ken. This is the man she's having an affair with. And his wife, Ruth. And this is um, the best too. And they're she's like looking at flowers, like at a bodega, like a corner store. And um, and they both they both look at her, and Ruth is like, "Who's that, honey? Like, who's this person?" And I was like, "This is just so painful because Ruth seems like a nervous wreck." It's just funny as a woman, you always know when you run into. Yeah, there was an instant like acknowledgement that he was uncomfortable and Uh he was trying to get her to leave immediately. And then Carrie's like in the um, voiceover, Samantha had successfully done something that she or never had done, which was screwed a guy in under two minutes. I thought that was brilliant because I did really like you, you did know that Ruth would clearly understand what the unspoken, um, situation was I know you can just feel it it's so intuitive you're just like just the way a man says someone's name or they or they act about a certain situation you're like and you think you get away with it but I know what happened if he would have said I think he could have gotten away with it if he would have been like yeah I know Samantha from work but instead he hesitated and was like I don't really know her but Samantha was like yeah we know each other like Samantha he was, was like cool well, as a go. cucumber, but she, uh-huh. he was the one that was like, uh, he's the one that gave it away. If gave he would have been like, she's a work colleague, it would have been fine. Yeah, it would have been fine. Yeah. All right. And then we're down at the therapist office with Miranda and her therapist. And eventually she's like, would you do a threesome with me? <laughs> and the therapist is like, let's talk about why you're asking me that. And Miranda's like, I'll take that as a no. So then he requested that she come in three times a week because he was very concerned. Very, that would be very pricey, might I add. I guess she's a lawyer though. So it's like, you know, if anyone can cover it, it's her. And if anyone needs it right now, it's (laughs) worth it. Um, So Carrie and Big are in bed. And, um, and all Carrie can think about is Barbara, his ex-wife. And like, she's like seeing her in the bed. She's seen beside her and um and she says even if you're the only person in bed someone else has always been there before you and I was like ew I don't like that but I guess it's like but it's like but I guess the thing is to like ease our minds is like or ease her mind or anyone is that sure other people have been there but it's like the meaning of it the significance just like how you have been like how I or you have been with other people but when you love someone it's like all of that kind of washes away which is why when you move in with someone you just get a new bed yeah (laughs) then no one's ever been there before you well I guess okay um and then Carrie like rolls away from him and she's being all distant which is such a move because you're like, okay, I'm upset. You know the person's going to talk to you about it. And he's like, Big is like, hey, what just happened? And Carrie says she's preoccupied about her column. 
And then Big Big can kind of read it. And he's like, you know, Which I didn't tell I you. I appreciated. I did too. Because guys, they always know. Like, they like to play dumb for a while. But they're smart enough to know. He's like, you know, I didn't tell you I was married because it was a long time ago. And she says what happened. And he says it was alienation of affection followed by divorce. And he's like, let's not talk about the past. Which is true because it's not like the best situation to talk about past relationships. There's always, there's always so much more. It's never like cut and dry. Like if there's infidelity, if there's lack of affection, if there's this, you don't necessarily want to bash the person. Right. So it's like, so it's almost easier to be like, that's why it's easier not to talk about it. Like you're, you might get clues for how it's going to impact your relationship, but at the end of the day, you're two different people. So your dynamic is entirely different. And so, you don't always want to be bringing up the other person. No. It's so no, no, uncomfortable. No. I agree. Because then it's like you're comparing them. Yeah. There's a reason that you're not with that person. and There's mm-hmm. pain attached to it and discomfort attached to that past life. So it's just yeah, best like, to leave it. I guess way. it's good to present that there was a previous relationship, but then not to bring it up. Like it's fine mm-hmm. to say it happened. Like it's yeah. part of your history, but if you bring it up constantly, that's very strange. It makes me feel like it's unresolved. So I feel like he actually has like a healthy um, relate perspective. Yeah. And I'm sure eventually he would have shared that with her. Yeah. They when haven't it was been together for that time. long. So mm-hmm. I don't really know. And then Carrie says what Mr. Big didn't realize was that the past was sleeping right next to me and it's like okay Carrie so she just needs some time to heal but then something really nuts happens I actually wrote whoa so Carrie rolls up to lunch with Barbara with her mm. hair straightened looking yeah. just <laughs> she was dressed almost like Barbara I was like holy shit Carrie like get your shit together this I was I was thinking about that actually well she was like dressed like her it was like single white. She was like dressed <laughs> like her. She had her hair styled like here. And Barbara's like, oh. Uh, she looks good. Your hair looks different. And she's like, thank you. And yeah, she did look really good. She looked really polished. I was like, mm. maybe I like her hair better straight sometimes. Um, and uh, Barbara's like, Carrie, um, they're having lunch together. And she's like, the head guys didn't go for little Kathy. But she would love to be friends with Carrie. So they're mm. drinking chardonnay two hours go by and four chardonnays and carrie just goes for it she's like have you ever been married I'm which like, is a normal yes. question for someone I guess, someone i guess in that age group too, and four but chardonnays like that's not a light light uh i guess it's like a full bottle yeah like that's a lot so, yeah, so she's drunk so i was like okay it makes sense or and barbara's like a long free, time ago yeah, yeah you yeah. feel like You'd be like, oh, I'm just, we're just going to talk about stuff. Uh, right. So Barbara says she was married a long time ago. And Carrie is like, what happened? And I was like, oh, Carrie. And Barbara's mm-hmm. like, he had a wandering eye. Wandered right over to my best friend. Which is terrible. Oh, I was like, oh, fuck. This is so bad. I know. Um, she should and, not uh, have done this. I think it was such a bad idea. It was. And there's always... Your your version, their version, the real version, because maybe he had a wandering eye, but we don't know what the dynamic of their relationship was. Right. Like, we don't know all the specifics. So, you know, anyway, so 
Barbara's like, so what about you? Are you seeing anyone? And Carrie says, no one special. And I was like, this is just all, I just felt so embarrassed for Carrie that she would do this to herself. I was like, what? Ugh. It was just like, just like a very low point. Um, <laughs> oh, and then someone else. So that I was like, oh, fuck about that situation. And I was like, Samantha, oh, double fuck. Because <laughs> she gets a phone call from Ken. And he's like, I told my wife, uh, and I'm leaving her. Like, now you and I can be together because I'm in love with you. And Samantha's like, no, 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 no. Then she gets a call on the other line, and Ruth is like, um, hi, is this Ken's wife? Um, <laughs> and, and Samantha was like, oh, it doesn't matter. It was just sex. And Ruth is like, exactly. And then Ruth offers up to engage in a three-way. Poor Ruth. Like, I'll do whatever. I know, poor Ruth. Ugh. She just like seemed like someone who just always has a runny nose. I know. Like who she needs was a tissue? As yes, she was saying this to Samantha. Yeah, and Samantha's Samantha like, oh, was like no, on the no, phone no. with both of them. Very nineties moment. I yeah. enjoyed it. And then Samantha says she would be a guest star because series regular was not in her contract. I was like, oh genius yeah genius yeah can you imagine i was like vicky christina barcelona but not nearly as whatever that was um okay and then we go to every like i feel like shit's hitting the fan for everybody so we go to we give moran we give charlotte a turn now so she's at an add function um and she's ready to indulge in her fantasies with jack they're at a masquerade type party so they're holding masks over their faces, and he's asking who her type is. And she's like, do you like peacocks? And then we see a woman <laughs> with, like, a, like, looks like something you would wear to Mardi Gras across yeah. the room, kind of, like, smiling and doing, like, a cooing kind of motion, like, into, yes, and, um, <laughs> and... <laughs> so she winked and I wrote he's gross he like I really am turned (laughs) off by this guy this is my least favorite boyfriend of hers that we've ever experienced because I feel like yes he's sleazy like the other ones have been odd but this is like a sleazy sleazy guy guy. yeah bad guy yeah and they wander upstairs and she's like I've always wanted or um I'd be open to like doing it um upstairs while the party's going on below and then uh suddenly that woman the peacock appears um in the doorway and she's like can I join you I'd be so upset if (laughs) any of this was uh unfolding me too I'd be like absolutely not you're out and Charlotte's like it or it was now or never and um then this was quite humorous though so um this would be the time that charlotte would take the plunge and then before she knew it jack and the peacock uh were going at it jack had taken the plunge and she was not the guest star in this in this fantasy no so, she gets pushed right off the bed yeah they... <laughs> i was like holy shit and then she kind of skulks away with yeah, her like, purse ugh. Yeah, and she looked so small when she was walking away. Like, I, I know. Like, she's so little. And um, and it's funny because in these three similar stories that we're going to read at the end, um, that's what always happens. Someone's always left out. Someone always acts as the support or someone gets left out watching. It's just, like, not a good scene. So Miranda is at a bar downtown, and she's meeting with a couple that is seeking a threesome. 
the couple says she's so attractive. They're like, not like the other people we've seen. They're oh relieved. <laughs> They're like so happy about how sexy she is. And I thought this was kind of sad. <laughs> she was like, she was like, it's Mark's. So the woman, her husband's name is Mark. It was Mark's fantasy. So I gave it to him for his 30th birthday gift. I was like, that's generous. Um, so you couldn't up. get him like a nice pen. You have to get him a, a, a th- like a threesome. I don't think so. So, so she's like, let me, let me be clear here. You want to do a threesome with me? And they do. So she was like, all right, uh, just let me, I just let me go make a quick phone call. And then Miranda leaves because she got the validation that she needed. I was so happy. For I thought she was going to go through with it, actually. They were like, the others were butt ugly. We're so relieved. And I thought, I haven't heard the term butt ugly for a while, but. Uh, Seems like the 90s, right? Yeah. I know. It's so, so specific. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I loved that. That's when the therapist suggests she comes three times a week. Yes. Because it's like, okay, this is out of control. But I get it. You know, everyone needs some validation sometimes. It just seems like, like a lot of work. For validation? Yes. Yeah, I agree. I would never have the courage to walk up. Because it's like, what if you then see those people later in life? Anyway, so Carrie didn't see Big for eight days. Which is interesting because it's time. actually the eighth episode. Yeah. It is. It's like a week and a day. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like an eternity. So... They're walking together after dinner, and uh, she's upset, and, um, and you know, it's kind of, it feels weird, like, they felt really distant with each other at dinner, and um, he's like, what's up? What's wrong? And she's like, you tell, um, well, you tell me you have an ex-wife, you had a threesome, you, um, um, you didn't tell me why you broke up, and then Big's like, I cheated on her. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and then she double woes us because she's like, yeah, I know. She told me at lunch. <gasps> and then he's like. Triple you. Yeah, she, t- or she told me she told you. I was like, whoa. I was like, everyone is one upping each other. And she was like, I because... didn't know that you still kept in touch with your exes, which I kind of <laughs> thought that made him more involved for me again. like I, I felt that too. I think like he um actually is like a very mature guy which is like what makes it so difficult to deal with him sometimes because he is so certain in his um ways in the way that he goes about things because she is so much more emotional and that's like you know typically what I respond to more so it's like why can't he be more flexible but he's very sensible agreed absolutely um I agree with that completely And um, I know, so it's tough because, well, the funny thing is, is like when I hear that he's in touch with his ex, I was like, oh, there's something really nice about that. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, then I think to real life, would I want my significant other to be in contact with their ex? No. Am I in contact with my ex still? Yes. So it's like. It depends what the circumstances are. The best circumstance. Yeah. Uh Yeah true if you grow apart if you're better as friends Mm -hmm. right so it feels mature it feels nice it feels Woody Allen-ish there's something that feels evolved and nice about it Mm -hmm. at the same time when you think about it like it's just case by case it's just interesting to kind of look at and see how you feel about it anyway um so uh he's like I still talk to all my ex-wives they both have a laugh because we're like does he have lots of ex-wives 
<laughs> or is it just Barbara? So and far, Carrie's just like, Barbara. So far, just Barbara. And um, then Big's like, the reason we had the threesome is because we were both looking for something or someone else. And um, and he's like, do you know anyone who's right for me? And like this kind of old timey music starts playing. I loved it. Nice. And they kiss. And then Carrie has a voiceover and she's like, and there it was the two of us. And I realized the real appeal of the threesome was that it was easy. It's intimacy. That's the bitch. And I just want to kind of comment on that because I actually feel like for me, a threesome would not be easy. And for me, intimacy is much more simple and achievable. Mm-hmm. I like having connections with people. I don't mm-hmm. understand people with intimacy issues. I feel like when you have intimacy, like especially for a guy, you're guaranteed to get to hook up with somebody if you have intimacy and commitment. But if you're like just philandering around, like you don't know if anyone's going to sleep with you that night. Right. So anyway. It was a good episode. It was the unexpected facials. This is a BuzzFeed article um, about uh, threesome horror stories that will make you want to give up sex. Like, I don't, we're not going to take it that far, but here we go. So I was in a, so this is Lauren H44. I was in a threesome with two guys who happened to be friends. One of them insisted I blow him while riding the other one. (laughs) He pushed my head really hard into him right as he was about to come which made me choke and pull away. This made all of his cum spray right into his buddy's face. Oh. And a bit got into his mouth. I will always wonder if their friendship survived that sperm facial. Oh, wow. my God. Wow. Okay, That's this is... Uh, I don't even want to comment. Okay, this is... I feel like especially with everything that happened last week with Brett Kavanaugh the what is it called the devil's triangle anyways um the surprise visit so my friend and I figured out when her parents would be away and we invited a boy from the water polo team to join us it was going to be or going well until her mom came in or came home early and walked in on us her mom happened to be a sex therapist (laughs) she is on had a radio show and everything so she tried to talk to all three of us about what we were engaging in. I hid <laughs> under the covers and pretended it wasn't happening. That was how I lost my virginity. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay, maybe that reminded can... me of that movie. We're going to skip the next one. Yes. That reminded me of that movie um, with Ben Foster and Kirsten Dunst. What's that? When they're, they do the Shakespeare. Oh, uh, oh my God. What's that called? Get I over to... it. Yes, and Martin yeah. Short is like the drama teacher. The drama teacher, yeah. Oh, Everyone watch that again. I'll get over it. I know There's a little fairy, the little fairy, Bill. <laughs> oh, yeah, little Steve. Little, little Steve. Little Steve. He's like, put your hand down, little Steve. It's yes. so funny. Oh, my God. And he I tells that one that girl too. to ice her front thumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so the lonely lover. My pals and I wanted to get kinky, and I ended up wearing the dog's collar and was leashed to the bedpost. Eventually, the sex sort of migrated from one end of the bed to the other, and I couldn't reach either of them. I was like, uh, guys? But they were too busy to notice. I ended up sitting on the edge of the bed and awkwardly watched my two friends have sex just out of my reach. (laughs) This is so embarrassing. Okay, you do the next one. The pizza pleaser. During a threesome, a friend of mine came in and sat down with pizza and just watched. 
That was fine and was pretty normal at the time. Then uh, she got the bright idea to put marijuana or oh marinara, marinara sauce on my boob and gave commentary like it was a baseball game. We kicked her out so fast because it killed the mood. We looked back and we look back and laugh at this now. Jamie D twenty six. Who weird what does that even mean? Was it pretty normal at the time? Maybe they're trying to be well that was fine, was pretty normal at the time. Why what time is this? Is it college? Is Uh, it and who's looking back and laughing at this? Perverts. Um the (laughs) ultimate butt dial. One time I was messing around with two friends and the boy had his phone in his pocket. He accidentally pocket dialed his mom and we left a long message. Oh my oh, god. No. The holy sinner. Years ago my fiance planned a threesome with a guy and his girlfriend. The guy was a good Christian boy and he started stripping down immediately. My fiance stopped him to go over rules. And the guy said, great, because there's something I want to say. The almost naked guy pulled a full-size Bible from his, the back of his boxers and started preaching, saying that what we were doing was wrong. The night ended with the guy's girlfriend sobbing on my fiance's lap. To this day, we refer to him as Ass Bible Sam. These people are idiots. <laughs> okay, let's do this one. 13, the angry blowjob. This is how I found out. So this is how people ask for threesomes on the app, I guess. I don't know. Um, I went on a grinder hookup with two other guys, and none of us had met before. Two of us were really enjoying it, but the third guy who was hosting the threesome (laughs) seemed kind of uninterested. We kept trying to get him into it, both of us going down on him. But then we heard a strange cartoonish sound above our heads. We looked up and realized he was playing Angry Birds on his phone. <laughs> the two of us left immediately and went to my place. Oh, my God. That's so awkward. Okay, here we go. Okay, sneaky the X. sneaky X. I was in high school and snuck around or snuck out at 2 a.m. to meet two boys. My most recent ex at the time called me in the middle of the threesome, and I foolishly answered. He got super jealous and called my parents to tell them what I was doing. My parents then drove over and picked me up. It was so awkward. This is Susu. This reminded Susu? me of like my junior high because I was always like sneaking out and stuff. Not the other stuff, but just like <laughs> just always sneaking out. Okay, this is the last one. And this insane game changer. A friend of a friend had a threesome with her husband and another guy. And she got pregnant with the other guy's baby. Oh, <gasps> my <gasps> God. That's insane. Totally. And there's a picture of Miss J from America's Next Top Model being like, I love oh, Miss J. Ooh. So I'll post that to our, um, <laughs> to our Instagram, which is listen underscore betch. That's L-I-S-T-E-N underscore B-E-T-C-H. You can also check out our website. It's www.com. Listen, Betch.com for our blog, for our podcast, for some fun videos. And uh, if you'd like to email us or DM us a story, a bad dating story, please do. And we'll read it on the podcast anonymously. Um, We hope you have a good week and happy October. And happy Thanksgiving to all of our Canadian friends. Yay, and Columbus Day to our American shoppers. (laughs) Okay, Okay, bye. Bye.